yeah, we're filming online today because we just were so busy this weekend because we had a debate tournament, and then mm-hmm. I had dance rehearsal the next day. It was just, it was a difficult weekend. Yeah, I was just like, you know what? Let's just film on Wednesday. But actually, since we're doing, like, one episode a week, um, it's fine. So we might just start, like, posting on Wednesdays just in general because it's, like, halfway yeah. through the week, you know, that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Rather than, Yeah. Yeah, um, and this week we have we have news updates as our episode. Um, we I started doing news updates and then I realized that there weren't that many, so I kind of regret it. But there are some good ones still, and mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about them. And there's like a really important one about the midterms that Celine will talk yeah, about. Yeah, I think the midterms is like the kind of like a huge one going on right now, and I think it's important to just like talk about in terms of like politics. Um, yeah. But I would say that's definitely, like, a bigger one. But, yeah, yeah. there aren't a ton, but they're quality ones, you know? Exactly. So, I'm going to start it off because I started doing updates a little sooner. So, I had, like, more because I didn't realize that there were none. But, anyways, there is an update about the Parkland school shooter who got sentenced to life, which is um, obviously a good thing, obviously a sad thing that it had to happen in the first mm-hmm. place, but, like, this even was an event that occurred, but the sentence is a step to, um, I guess, accountability in a sense. Again, nothing can ever like make up for what the shooter did, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's still important to like pay attention to. Yeah. Um, so for the story of the shooting, it happened on February fourteenth, which is like Valentine's Day in twenty eighteen. So an expelled student um entered Douglas no wait sorry Douglas High School um in Parkland Florida so he um was an expelled student he was I believe like he was young he was obviously like uh, still like a teenager boy um he was dressed in a maroon shirt and it had the school logo on it um and his name is nicholas cruz so he basically got out of an uber out of the campus at 2 19 p.m and then he entered the school wearing a backpack filled with magazines and carried a black duffel bag packed with his legally purchased ar-15 automatic rifle so he um if you're wondering why he got expelled he he was like um had like a lot of discipline issues that like that like the that he was um yeah he was just like basically considered like a risk to student safety prior to him like shooting up the school he was like already deemed a risk to student safety so he's already like done things said things behaved in a way that people like thought was unsafe for other students um Mm -hmm. and then like on this day so after he exited the uber a staff member saw him outside and he like was gonna call a code red which is like basically like an emergency type thing but he decided mm-hmm. he was like kind of like wondering whether he should. Um, but he was actually halfway through his six minute rampage before anyone issued a warning. And by then he had already shot like dozens of people. Oh so he goodness. entered he entered the school on the freshman building, which was filled with like obviously freshman students at two twenty one, so two minutes after he left the Uber. And according to NBC Miami, um, a girl or sorry, a boy named Chris McKenna actually spotted Cruz there and received a warning from him saying, quote, you better get out of here. Things are going to start getting messy, which for, which to me is very strange because I like the fact that he gave that kid a warning when his intent was to like shoot down the school. Right. Because it's 
Yeah. No, I agree, because it's kind of like, if he's trying to kill people, then why would he, like, warn them that that's what he's gonna do? Yeah, it, it was obviously he had a lot of mental issues that mm-hmm. weren't treated properly or treated at all, Um, and he ended up killing 17 people and wounding 17 others in what, at the time, was, like, the deadliest shooting at a high school in the United States history. It's awful, and some of the quotes from the parents and family of the victims said quote you robbed my child of a lifetime of memories she'll never graduate from high school she'll never go to college she'll never play soccer she'll never get married and she'll never have a baby and he and a lot of them were saying that he should he should get the death penalty rather than sentence to life um and so yeah a lot of people had like strong opinions on the sentencing in terms yeah. that it should just be a death penalty it should be more severe and also it's been three years since the act or four i guess since that over four over four since the accident oh my god not the accident since the incident occurred and he's only getting sentenced to his lifetime without parole now so people are really mad um a mother actually says as we all know the worst punishment in the state of florida is the death penalty how much worse would the crime have to be to warrant the death penalty yeah yeah they're kind of like well we the state of florida still allows the death penalty and this is like the worst crime ever why isn't he getting it type of thing yeah and i definitely think the fact that it's taken over like four years for them to actually make this sentencing is just really sad because um you know it's pretty clear that he was the suspect for a long time so yeah yeah. and it's obviously like yes he has been in jail for those four years but it's a different type of feeling when you actually get the lifetime sentence rather than just like the families being uncertain of like what 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 even is gonna happen it was probably like extremely stressful i can't even begin to like understand but i hope that some of them at least can like feel more at peace with this decision and just like yeah yeah i agree yeah okay are you ready for the next update yes go ahead All right, so this is a pretty big update, and it's about the midterms. And last week, we kind of talked a little bit about, like, what they were, but I'm just going to give a brief little overview. So basically, the midterm elections are for the Senate, um, the House of Representatives, and, like, the governors of each state. So they're, they're not, like, as huge as the presidential election, but they're actually, like, super important. I think a lot of people just, like, kind of brush them off because it's like oh it's not like the president so why does it matter but it can be like such a huge thing like it could make our country lean like a a certain way and it's really important so um basically there um the election like started like last night i believe um and there have been like a lot of updates since then like nothing's like fully set in stone necessarily so we don't necessarily know like whether we're gonna lean a certain way but we can kind of see like different trends and i'm gonna talk about like what are the most kind of like surprising things that came out of it um but just as some like quick like overview right now the senate is 46 percent democratic and 48 percent republican and they haven't like done like some states are still undecided so that's why it doesn't like add up to like a hundred percent um but there's not necessarily a majority yet because to be a majority they have to reach like 51 percent so it's not really clear yet but um the democrats gained a seat and the republicans lost a seat so that's kind of like showing just like a trend um and um as of wednesday afternoon which 
is today Wednesday? Today is Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, Democrats will end up with like power trifectas, and that's basically where you have um one party holds power in the Senate, the House, and like the governorship. So like basically like they're the governor, Senate, House, they're all uh, like Republican or Democrat. And in this case, the Democrats um, uh, will have power trifectas in a total of 18 states, which is which is quite a bit. Um, So that's good for them. And then Republicans still have full control in 23 states, which is also um, a large amount. And it's not necessarily like, I don't think it's going to be some huge thing where it's like 75% of it is like Republican or Democrat. It's definitely like very close in both, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I said, like the Senate's kind of undecided now. Um, and it looks like it could go on for like a while, um, until we actually find out like whether it's going to be Republican or Democrat. Um, so we're not sure about that yet but like races in key states like georgia arizona and wisconsin those are kind of key states that could make a huge difference they're still undecided so yeah yeah and a lot of what oh you could go ahead yeah what were you saying oh i was just gonna say that we were like learning kind of about that in gov how like the midterms after like a presidential election tend to like swing opposite of the presidential party because Mm -hmm. people sort of like no matter like what party they kind of just get like sick of the president i guess in like most cases so a lot of people were expecting like republicans to take more seats in this election um in the in the senate i think and kind of the house but mostly the senate so yeah that's gonna be interesting to watch yeah that actually leads me into like my next point which was that like a ton of people expected like as ahana said like this huge red wave because biden's like a democrat so like a lot of the times it's like the opposite majority in like other chambers of congress but there's not necessarily a red red wave like um it's not really happening right now so oh interesting yeah what that is interesting yeah a lot of people are saying that it might not they're isn't going to be some huge red wave and that was kind of just like a false alarm or like you know obviously democrats will be happy about that republicans won't but yeah um and just in terms of like things that were big developments so in michigan um in addition to governor gretchen whitmer who like really easily won re-election on tuesday um democrats won majorities in michigan's house and senate which gave them full control of the state government and that's the first time they've had full control of it in four decades so that's kind of like a big thing for the democrats for michigan um and then in terms of florida florida like it's been leaning red but it's kind of a swing state which like historically it's been a swing state which means that basically it can go either way like it's not like set in terms like what it's going to vote like there are a lot of states where it's like you can predict so easily like how they're going to vote and it's pretty clear of what the outcome is going to be but um florida is definitely like leaning red as we've seen because ron DeSantis, who's like the go- who was like the governor before was re-elected again and he's like pretty republican and um yeah but then there was also pennsylvania is a big deal too um because some people thought that like dr Mehmet oz who was like basically handpicked by trump like would win but the senate seat ended up going to john fetterman who's a democrat instead um and then trump also like 
he was really confident there were that there was going to be this whole like red wave and that the republicans would just take control and like dominate dominate the midterms and he even like hosted a party at his house on election night and the house was mar-a-lago which has been like all over the news just because he got his house searched and they found all these like classified government documents in there so it's just like (laughs) interesting um he just like threw a party there um but (laughs) And just another, like, interesting demographic was that Republicans, like, won over the support of white women, and Democrats, like, lost a lot of support from women, which is really interesting to me. Yeah. So, Do you think that has a thing to do with, like, the recent actions of Roe v. Wade? Or, like... I mean, it could. It could. I feel like that's interesting. What? I feel like that's an interesting dynamic. Right. I, I, I'm not sure why. Um, yeah. It definitely, it probably does have something to do with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Democrats are losing support of women, like, in the 2022 election right now, as compared with, like, the 2018 one, which is just really interesting, so. Yeah. Yeah, and then some kind of, like, other things are just, like, there are a lot of, like, things being like codified and stuff like that um so like laws being added or just yeah okay yeah I actually saw like a thing about that yeah yeah like for example like in Vermont like the Vermont voters like passed a constitutional amendment that like explicitly prohibits slavery so like that like in writing kind of thing oh wow which is weird that they didn't have that before. Yeah. I know that is so weird considering that 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 was like something that happened 200 years ago. Right. It's like I mean it's good to have it in writing. Like obviously they they weren't like taking part in those practices like in the modern day world. Yeah. It's just like um and then like voters in Missouri voted to legalize marijuana and um yeah, there's just, like, a whole thing. I'm, like, looking at this post. It's from So Informed on Instagram. So if yeah. you want to, like, see more, just check that account out. And it has, like, all this stuff about, like, the candidates and then, like, kind of, like, the bigger laws being passed or, like, trends in voting. So, yeah. All right. Uh, is that it for our first half? Yeah, I think we can end off there. That's pretty much, Yeah. All right, so stay tuned for more. We'll be back with some more interesting updates. All right, bye. Bye. Welcome back from the break. Welcome. All right, so I'll kick it off with a little bit of pop culture slash sports news. Um, So... The Houston Astros won the World Series, which, if you didn't know, is basically like the, it's like the NFL Super Bowl for baseball. Yeah, it's like the it's like the baseball Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like the it's like the big competition that happens. Um, the World Series is, and the Houston Astros won it for the first time, I believe, in like a really long time. So. They were against the Philadelphia Phillies, which is, like, a really redundant name. Like, Philadelphia Phillies, like, it's kind of like we get the idea. <laughs> they were against the Philadelphia Phillies, um, and they were in a game 
In game six, they beat them four to one to deliver the organization's second World Series championship and the first that wasn't like a, surrounded by a scandal. So, in their first championship, they um there was like a lot of rumors that they cheated and um they actually like got like sort of like a huge scandal about them cheating. Um and it was it was it was like a very difficult thing in their first um, Super Bowl. Um but this Super Bowl it are not Super Bowl. I don't know why I keep saying that. This World Series was like the first one that was like genuinely like not surrounded by scandal and it was like a very proud moment for the team. So um yeah, so Baker is like their uh manager and he's 73 years old. And he, which is kind of like old for a manager. I mean, I guess most managers are like pretty experienced, but that is like a little bit on the older scale. But he entered like October having won 2,093 regular season games and 40 more in the playoffs. And he was like the first manager to guide five different organizations to the postseason. And still, he only like got um one victory in the 1981 on the Dodgers championship winning team. And, um, he was, he, so, like, he, even though he had, like, had a little bit of that, like, victory, it's been a really long time, so it was, it was, like, a really, really big deal for him and the rest of the team. Um, a lot of people on the team are getting congratulations. Um, there's also, like, a, uh, there's a rookie, I believe, who's, like, um, the, he's, like, was, like, a complete, like, never, he, it was his first time in the big league, and he had never, mm-hmm. like, played um like this level of baseball before i mean like obviously he was a really good baseball player but he was actually like um the rookie was deemed i think like the player like the uh, mvp basically which is like kind of a big deal for a rookie to have that title just really yeah. cool yeah that's pretty cool yeah that's it's it's pretty cool and i saw like the last play of the game it was it was it was a good play so yeah that's that's that story on sports. All right. Yeah. Do you have another update or Yeah, I have one last one. I'll talk about it real quick. So this is also another like important sort of news. I actually hadn't heard of this person before this update came out, but he was actually a very famous person. His name was Eric Carter and he mm-hmm. died at the age of thirty-four. Um Lori Graff, the manager of Aaron's older brother, Nick Carter, wrote in an email to the Post that Aaron has, quote, passed. Um, he was a child star, actually, which is where he gained most of his fame. He basically, like, went on Nickelodeon and was, like, mm. known for having, like, a, like, being a heartthrob and also having a love triangle between him, Hilary Duff, and Lindsay Lohan, which are other extremely oh, famous yeah. people. Yeah. Um, yeah, he appeared on Hillary Duff's Disney show Lizzie McGuire, um, and he also like was on Nickelodeon, um, regular. So he was like a very common, like popular teen heartthrob in the nineties. Um, he also sold like a lots of uh, music hits, such as "I'm All About You," "I Want Candy," which like I feel like everyone knows the song. I want candy. Do 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 do. I actually don't. Uh, I do. But you do. What? Wait, do you you don't know that song? I don't think so. I don't know. Oh, I feel like if you hear it by the I person probably would recognize that. I do yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's like a very famous song. I remember hearing that song all the time and I never knew who it was by. But mm-hmm. he sang like a lot of like those hits like that and he was just very famous. Um but he also like had like a lot of other problems. He had like addiction problems um. with the drugs and other um substances. Mm-hmm. Um and he actually like had a child with a lady who he said he like was going to go to rehab so that he could um have custody over his child again, whose name is Prince. So he just had like a lot of issues in his older life, and like the actual reason for his death wasn't revealed when I did this mm-hmm. update. But a lot of people were like posting about it. Um, one of his friends, singer actor Tyler Hilton, posted the Aaron Carter news is heartbreaking. The kid had such a spark, known him from years, and always really liked him. He was warm and really funny. Loved putting on a show and he was good at it. I'll find some pics of us and post it later. Rest in peace, buddy. Hashtag Aaron Carter. So, very sad for him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Seems like he was pretty, like, iconic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, that's pretty much all the updates we have for this week. Sorry, this week wasn't as long just because there weren't a whole ton. Um, but... As always, stay tuned. Yes, follow us at we are dash or underscore youth org and check out our website at we are dash youth dot org. Follow the podcast and stay tuned. All bye. Right, bye.